exposition of the apostles creed section three this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by mark warner exposition of the apostles creed by james dodds article one i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth section one i believe the creed is an expression of personal belief whether spoken in private or in public assembly it is the confession of the faith held by each individual for himself each of us has a separate life and each of us must personally accept god's message and express his own belief religion must influence men as units before it can benefit them in masses faith that saves is a gift of god which every one must receive for himself the faith of one is of no avail for another therefore the creed begins with the affirmation i believe in repeating it we profess our own faith in what god has revealed concerning himself i believe the apostles creed is a declaration of things which are most surely believed among us and its several parts or articles are founded upon the contents of scripture which is our one rule of faith it does not begin with the words i think or i know but with the statement i believe belief is used in various senses but here it means the assent of the mind and heart to the doctrines expressed in the creed when we repeat the form we declare that we accept and adopt all the statements which it covers with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made faith differs from knowledge there are some things which we know to be true and there are others of which we say we believe them to be true there are certain truths which are termed axiomatic when the terms in which they are expressed are understood the truth they convey is at once admitted we know that two and two make four we know that two straight lines cannot enclose a space but we do not know in the same sense those things which the creed affirms it deals with statements that for the most part have never been and cannot be tested by sense and that cannot be demonstrated by such proof as will compel us to accept them we believe them not because it is impossible to withhold our assent nor only because nature history and conscience confirm them but on the ground of testimony faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god we believe because we are assured on sufficient and competent authority that these things are so we know that we live in a material universe but our knowledge does not extend to the manner in which the universe came into being that is a matter of belief through faith not by ocular or logical proof but on testimony we understand that the words were framed by the word of god faith differs from opinion when a man believes his mind is made up by whatever process it may have been reached the conclusion commends itself as one that is fixed and irreversible opinion on the other hand is held loosely it is based not on certainty but on probability the possibility of error is recognized and the opinion is readily surrendered when the grounds on which it was formed are seen to be insufficient or misleading a man says coleridge having seen a million moss roses all red concludes from his own experience and that of others that all moss roses are red that is a maxim with him the greatest amount of his knowledge upon the subject but it is only true until some gardener has produced a white moss rose after which the maxim is good for nothing the testimony on which faith rests is human or divine it is human in so far as it is based on human experience and observation it is divine in so far as it rests upon the direct revelation of god faith in man is continually exercised in business and in all the departments of life 
it is necessary to the very existence of society faith in god moves in another sphere its objects are not seen or temporal and they do not rest for proof upon the testimony of man it receives in a sense to statements which are made on the authority of god who knows all things who therefore cannot be deceived and who is truth and therefore cannot deceive us on this divine rock of faith and not upon her own knowledge the christian church rests if we receive the witness of men the witness of god is greater among christian virtues faith stands first it must precede everything else it is the foundation on which all christian character and life are built he that cometh unto god must believe that he is without faith it is impossible to please god that which christian faith realizes and grasps is expressed in doctrine faith is not a separate and self-dependent grace its existence and growth arise from those things which are believed and therefore it is necessary to study and understand as far as we can the doctrines of the christian faith before we can possess or manifest belief it is important that we should have a definite knowledge of these doctrines that we should study them in relation to the scriptures upon which they profess to be founded and that we should be in a position to defend them against assailants thus faith will gather strength and believers will be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh them a reason of the hope that is in them with meekness and fear End of section 3